The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain It's Wrestling Brain. Imagine that was the new title. Came on at this point. It's Wrestling Brain. What do you think? I don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it. I never know what to say at the beginning. It's very hard for me. You know that, Josh? Oh, I'm glad it's not me out the gate. What would I say? I know you. you, We come on and you. You are. You dance or punch, ensuring Mm. that it isn't you. You do all the work to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you want? Do you want me to do the intro this week? Well, I was going to say because every week I listen to the show. Obviously, because I'm a brainiac. I'm a brainiac, you know, it's like Men's Hair Club. I'm not just a, a, a fan, I'm also a member. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're a member of Men's Hair Club. Yeah, and I'm a wrestling brainiac, so I can't get enough yeah. of it. Um, so every week I do my little intro. I say you're watching twitch.tv slash wrestling brain, you're with us live, uh, the best experience, or maybe you're listening on the podcast, you're one of the nasty casties, yada, 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 Wednesday night, we're having a great time. Josh, what's up with you? And you always have like a canned thing. You always have a thing ready. It's like if you're going to play right. my music, I'll dance. Or, yeah, or uh, if the t- bell rings, I'll punch. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of like, the, I'm in this. The, yeah. Yeah. You've always got something ready to go. And I'm so envious of that because also good podcasts, good shows have an iconic first thing that the guy says when they come on, right? Well, what if this was ours? If we had this discussion every week? Yeah. Anyway, p- people in the chat just want to talk about it. <laughs> good apologize. evening. Meandering Everybody, and welcome and to a, a loaded a double dudes tonight following a busy chaotic maybe outright sloppy aw dynamite but there was still some real great to be found there we're going to be joined by murder brian of the pod cast and street fight here just in a couple minutes off the top zoobs we're going to play shirt or no shirt with some of my closet should i tease one shirt right now yeah i'd love to see one of the shirts that's on Watch, the list i'm gonna i'm we just gonna might, do it quickly we're gonna have to throw out some of josh's shirts tonight it might be this one we don't know i've brought six i will not show you them all but here's a glimpse of one that we will be deciding to shirt or no shirt later on tonight. Can't wait for that, Zoobs. With you, with the Brainiacs, Zoobs, like we always do. This time, so maybe this is our iconic opening, Zoobs, like we do. Here off the top of Wrestling Brain, on a scale of one to seven, one being the worst, seven being the best, what would you rate tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? Zoobs, people say, oh, it's free, you know, easy to rate. Time ain't free, Zoobs, is it? No, certainly. And it's the one thing you'll never get back. You, you can get chain, you can exchange currency. You'll never exchange time. Yep. That's deep. <laughs> Has it ever been said better than the Zoobs just said it there? Boy. Zoobs, as we look through the scores, I'm going to send the link over to our guest and tell him to come on in whenever he's ready. Absolutely. Uh, scores, I got to say, higher than I think either of us are going to be scoring. It's it looks that way out the gate. Six is. Seven a hook out of seven from Yaya, six point five from Will, pretty Send close to the hook. top. Then fell closer near. to a five, a six from Ashton Kutcher, a seven from Face Pal, five, six point five, six, six, 
Uh, five and a half. Here come the late, the ladies, the sour bunch, the five and a half crowd rumbling okay. in a little bit later. Where are you on this? Where are you on this? Zibs, I don't even know the last time that I was lower than the average. I usually feel like I'm riding a high. I'm enjoying the, the wave. I feel like I'm in the, the four and a half zone. Yeah, I would say I'm, my, my first thought is a, is a five. I sort of, as I mentioned to you before we came into this show, I felt like this show sort of, I sort of tuned out of this show and it didn't really pull me back in at, at, for, a, for a big swath that I sort of like, I, we're going to go through it in detail. And I'm like, that's good we're doing this because I don't feel like the big haze in the middle of this show for me. Agreed. There, now, again, there's great stuff on this show. I think this opening segment that we're going to be talking about with Brian here in a minute is good as gold like exactly what we were hoping mjf in new york would be with the added fun of sort of what would cm punk in the middle of that feud in new york be like uh i thought a real treat on that one uh but yeah uh, a little a little lower than i think the the chat average tonight is but that's okay yeah how about you are you where are you four and a half five zone? i think i think five probably which again is still a good show um zang zone with a nice comment uh, maybe higher than usual so I watched with my dad and he said funny shit. That's sort of the basis of what we're doing. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, if you watch with your dad and it's funny, like that's, yeah. and Zoobs is kind of all of our fathers in some it, way. I, I'm but becoming Brian's more of a dad by the day, right? It's, 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 it's like this, it's like a, um, it's, it's entered my bloodstream, right? Do so you feel your inner dad growing? Yeah, yeah, in a way, I suppose I do. Amazing. There, there, there's some tangible changes. I feel it. Uh, what is the chat saying? Tuck in chasing Josh. It had one of the best CM Punk segments. I don't agree with that. Uh, the eight man was butt, says Maddie Mackey. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a tough spot. I just what don't are we doing? What are we? Uh, you said it, it to us. Uh, what do we? What do we got to do to just get a tag match there? Four people four used to give me hell about this. Four tag teams. They are an eight man for no reason. Just do me any combination of the tag teams that were in that match and make it a part of the tag team division. I said it today on Twitter. Yo, yo, listen, listen. I like all these tags, and I don't mean to nag, but why we got to follow up about a Royal with an eight-man tag? Like so many people on TV uh, in the beginning of this program. Scoots, of course, saying Chuck Taylor, uh, an enormous plus to this show for me, uh, right <laughs> in the dead center. An actual tag match. Go figure. Uh, Gumby with, I got to say, as as good as summation as you can have from the outside looking in. Did not watch, Let's but hear. saw Johnny do something cool, and I heard their sending hook. Not imagine the show being less than an eight to seven. Unsubbing. <laughs> a rightful, a rightful unsub. Yeah, I, I can't hold that against Gumby. I might unsub yeah. from us too. Listen, again, some absolute giant high points on here. Actually, Kutcher pointing out that I got bars. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Zooms, now seems like a good time to remind everybody. Drop us a follow. Drop a subscribe. A few of you did. Uh, thank you to... Sorry, I missed stuff out the top. Thank you to Ashton Kutcher for a sub. Thank you to Hey, My Name is Will for a sub. Thank you to Aria Thrasher. Aria Thrasher, I suppose, makes way more sense for a sub. And Gumby Does Crimes, subbing with Prime. Easy to do, and we love it. Way you know what's do. funny? Uh, the first time oh, we're we ever, one away from a hype train. The first time we ever got bits on this channel, ever, okay. ever, was yeah. we, we, talked, we were talking about Hook. And we were like, I don't know what bits are, but we generated them from talking about Hook. And that's true. Every sub you just mentioned uh, had Hook in their subscription renewal message. So it continues to be proven that Hook content makes Hook money. us money. It is direct. That is how powerful his star is. Uh, we are profiting off of it. So that's pretty sick. I'm into. 
I mean, does anybody on Earth not feel like Hook's debut on Friday is a gigantic happening? Pretty, it's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty interested in it. I mean, like, I lie, I'm pretty interested in it. That was the first time in a while that I was like, I mean, that's a can't miss. That's can't miss. That's can't miss Rampage. Rampage. Yeah, it absolutely is. Shouts out to Nick and Paul. Gonna be covering that on Friday after Rampage on this channel. Uh. What should the average score was there, Zoobs? And thank you all for the hype train. Because like you said, Dennis Dirty Work coming in with a five late, McVander Huge with a five, and Area Thrasher with a four and a half. So some late ones, I, I could say that could be a five, five and a half average maybe. I would say a lot of you know high sixes uh, coming in. And, and Ashley Kutcher with the guarantee that our, our um, totals will be higher after we review the show, which could be the case. That is a general happening for me, at least. I, I promise to only say this sentence once now and once more later on tonight. I can't believe they interrupted another promo. Yeah. So that's that's going to summarize some of my... Uh, anyway, we'll get to our first guest, shall we? Please, Zoops. Of course, you all will know him from the POD cast with our pal John Cullen, from Street Fight Radio, coming to you live from Ohio. Murder is in the house as Brian Quimby joins us tonight on Wrestling Brand. Brian, how's it going, man? I'm great. How are you guys? Awesome, dude. Fuck, I'm feeling good. It's uh, it's funny to think of how much I used to hate watching weekly TV wrestling and still talking about it. <laughs> and now most weeks, it's like I I take a couple puffs of my weed pen and I sit down and I watch wrestling. And I am, even tonight, which I think is a bit of a weaker episode, fired up. Brian, yeah. not to like ask a giant question out the gate. But if you sort of had to surmise your path with wrestling to get you here watching AEW, is that doable in a couple minutes? Yeah, of course. Let's hear it, dude. I mean, I have unlimited time. So <laughs> <laughs> um, so when when I was a kid, I was kind of into wrestling when I was like eight, nine, ten, got out of it, got back into it during the attitude era, uh, right in the early part with Right after probably Hogan turned heel, basically, is when I started watching again. That's so great. <laughs> and then uh, in, I think it's 2014, right? Daniel, When Daniel Bryan won the uh, uh, WrestleMania, yeah. I didn't watch any of the build. But uh, Brett, my co-host, had been Brett watching Mania. wrestling up to the build and was telling, but he was just raving about it. And, you know, he he got the network so he was like sign in under me you should watch this wrestlemania i think you'll like it and i watched it and i loved it and then like i just got deeper and deeper into wrestling after i watched wwe for probably about a year or two i watched it until like two years ago to tell you right. the truth. but for like a year or two that was only us. only wwe um, then I got into, you know, uh, Ring of Honor because mm. me and Brett went and saw a Ring of Honor show in Baltimore, a, a TV taping. So then I'm like way into Ring of Honor and I got way into New Japan. So there was a period of time there where, you know, I was, I was watching WWE, Ring of Honor and New Japan. And then, uh, um, and then like... I don't know. I I got to AEW because basically I was already watching the shows that a lot of these people were on. I was right. also going to indie shows and watching indie shows. I've been to two WrestleMania weekends. 
uh, and seen a lot of those shows. So I just kind of have, I'm, I'm pretty deep into it. I was at all in all oh, out okay. full gear or no, the first full gear is the only one I'm, is the one I missed and then haven't been back, but I've been to all out all in double or not the first double or nothing. And, uh, I think that's it. I think it's a just- pretty good resume though. Like that's, <laughs> that's a good list of oh, only, only a couple of media weekends all in. <laughs> no, no, I'm not casual. I could not be a less casual fan. I, I have an observer subscription. Oh, I have yeah. a uh PW Torch subscription. I um, you know, I guest on a lot of rest uh, on a couple of wrestling podcasts, my friends at Everything Elite. I I do a lot of their stuff. And uh, you know, I've just I've been in a chat of of people that were sort of mutually somehow all added to the same chat as a wrestling chat. And uh, I don't know. I just, I know I a lot talking about, about wrestling in some ways is better than watching wrestling. Like I yeah. love talking about wrestling. It's so great to do. Zoom's is nodding his head in agreement. I love Dynam. I I just I love AEW. I'm just like the Dynam. biggest like AEW guy, and uh, uh, I I uh, I, I want to go muted. see a Dy- I've only been to one Dynamite. Okay, uh, but I would like to. I I'd, I'd like to go to more of those. Uh, okay. But I was gonna go to uh, the one in Cleveland in a couple weeks. But there's a GCW show in Detroit. With, with Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash at it, and I kind of just want to drive up to Detroit. It's like basically the same distance. That whole GCW card looks great too. Like especially with all the ROH releases and those guys popping up. I will talk about tonight's Dynamite in a minute, but Zoobs, I'll throw to you here, and Brian. I think you'll totally agree with this too. In the same spirit, I think anybody the path to current AEW for so many people that I know, and it makes no sense, goes through New Japan to some degree. Like these people who were they managed to get some sort of attitude era lapsed fan back into new Japan zoobs. If it's CM Punk, if it's new Japan or the network, what gets people back into wrestling the most and leads them to loving AEW so much because something about being the beaten dog to get here has made all of us like love a corporation more than any of us normally would. Yeah, I, I think we're all of, of a certain age, too, where you sort of uh, – and you hate to be like, hey, remember the Attitude Era? But, like, it does, l- like, really sink itself into you in an important time of your life. Like, I was just talking about mm-hmm. this on the weekend, actually, is, like, think sometimes people – their high school friends. They'll they'll keep their high school friends forever or, like, for years and yes. years they'll stay in touch. And it's like that – you look back at it. It's only four years of your life that, you're, that you know these people. It just happens to be when you were 14 to 18 or 15. You know, you're, there's such pivotal moments so that if you really love wrestling in that time, I think it's in you in a way. It's, it's My story is almost the exact same word for word as Brian's, where you like you were like, you loved it when you were a kid, when you first saw it, because like if you're seven years old, what could, what could be better in the world? And then you see it again. If, if it's important to you in those, these pivotal times, I think it's inevitable you're always going to be like waiting for it to be a certain level of good again to have it as part of your life. And And I think, honestly, CM Punk represents that in a really cool way. I think you, I'm gonna. It's gonna. I'm gonna go kind of around a circle here, Do but it. I think that like AEW is actually like a direct result 
of Jeff Jarrett, and I'm gonna explain <laughs> why. Because <laughs> Wrestle Hang Kingdom, on. where's my pen? The, we the got Wrestle, time too, Brian. <laughs> the Wrestle Kingdom show, where Global Force brought Wrestle Kingdom to the United States, yep, and had Jim Ross, and I don't remember who else was on commentary, but was it that Josh show. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, it, it was somebody else. I, I cannot remember who no it was. But that show directly led to AEW because that's the first show I watched. That's the first show. That's the first Japanese wrestling show I know a lot of people watch. Tons of people. True. That's when he joined great, Bullet Club. It was a great show. It was like a really great show. So, like, I think that's what really led us to this moment where there's this, like, group of wrestling fans that, like, pay attention to it and that kind of have a, a taste, uh, uh, like a like a taste for more athletic-looking stuff and, and have, like, a taste in, like, a, a art, wrestling as art. Yeah. And, like, uh, I think that's what led us to this point is is like people saw that jap new japan show they might have watched the next wrestle kingdom but then they probably like me just started watching every single new japan show and then started watching you know ring of honor because ring of honor is local to here so you can go see not like local to mm -hmm. my city but local yeah. in the united states so you could go see that and they had like a lot of great talent on that because i mean you got kyle o'reilly adam cole uh kevin steen the young but like you just had all roderick strong like all these like fucking impossible to deny talent yeah and and ring of honor at the time so i mean with that being here it was cool i mean i don't think they ever did a very good job booking ring of honor but it was very <laughs> no. fun to the matches were I mean, if all they had to do was not do four way matches on every match on every pay per view, and <laughs> I would have been like, I like it. like wine, like that <laughs> roster. Everyone who touched Ring of Honor's main event scene from 2002 to 15 is a world champion somewhere. Like with without exception, they all went on to just incredible heights. So yeah, I, no, I was talking to a friend. The well, I did everything elite like two weeks ago. Yeah, and. I would I I think like Hangman Page is like like you could say he is a Ring of Honor guy, but I was there and yeah. nobody gave a shit about him when he was in the decade. That's a hundred percent right. He is a hundred percent like he had a run in New Japan where people got to see him do harder hitting stuff, and that was the first like cowboy stuff, but he's pure uh made by aew like they i'm totally made in agreement him. yeah and he's great well first of all i'd like to commend brian for uh saying the highest praise about gfw that i've ever heard in my life global force wrestling uh not a gold scam just uh just what unlocked the forbidden door to to all in eventually to aew so god bless it double j forever guitar over the head let's dive in to tonight's aew dynamite because i think the opening tonight was uh kind of outstanding and even though there was so much dialogue about what will mjf and long island end up looking like i think they did it in a way that still managed to i just did not think you would get the cm punk interruption of the mjf entrance zoobs i'll go to you first 
What did you think of uh, the closest thing to like a full-on asshole CM Punk we've seen? He didn't even pretend to be welcome home party punk here. He was all uh, the Islanders suck and so does this place who are weak and support MJF. Were you into this? I thought it was really interesting, honestly. It was sort of my – I was like really interested in it because, you know, the way that they played it, they really did. We talked about this last week. They sort of had control of how they were going to play this. We, we somebody asked, you know, can MJF get get cheered in Long Island? And when we both we were both like, it's a matter of them choosing to, to to get him in a place where he gets cheered. And I was sort of interested after we said that how they would go about doing that. And uh, I thought it was an interesting 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 way to do it. Another note, it was another uh, promo to start a show, which was starting to be Punk is sort of the only guy that's getting that slot right. now. Another another one. Um, yeah, I left. I thought I thought Punk. It was really interesting the way the crowd was sort of uh, not letting him breathe and, and it was a really weird mix of just like a wall of noise uh, to him. I thought that was a really unique atmosphere that you don't see. I can't think of a lot of times what I've seen in a sort of a, a really weird atmosphere like that that they were able to generate. And I thought um, real kudos to the crowd. I know it's cheap, it's cheap to be like the, the crowd was great, but I thought the crowd was really Really good, especially early on mm-hmm. with sort of the way that they played their part in this stuff. And there's a great agreement, I think, between the way AEW does things and the crowd in like where the alignments don't have to be hard and fast. It's situational and you and you can really live in the moment with how you're reacting to what's happening on the show. Oh, isn't it nice to not be hated by your audience? Brian, were you into this heel CM Punk opening? Yeah. Actually, I and I also think that like they're opening with punk promos now, uh, because you get that rating right off the top. And I, yeah. I, I hate to say it, but like I know this is not something that people like us want to hear, but I do think you maybe have to open with some kind of story setup because like it's right when people just you open with wrestling and people look at it and they just, they don't recognize that as American pro wrestling at all. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah. And people tune away sometimes for the wrestling. I hate to say that because I like the wrestling, but like, I also think that, you know, sort of opening with a promo can probably help the rating as in people will stick around to listen to what the person has to say. The, and the sad reality, also, yeah. No, sorry. You Brian, get that lead in from whatever shitty movie it is, but I do <laughs> think that that is the reason that they're opening with more promos now. Yeah, you don't rope in the casual fan by showing them Omega Okada one or something. Like an Enzo Amore promo is more likely to get somebody who doesn't watch wrestling to be like, who is this freaky dressed guy shouting about something? Like that is. A hook to somebody. And frankly, if you're, and I don't know how much of this is a part of uh, your life, but sometimes I'm like the wrestling person in people's minds in my life. So if they have a slight inkling, it's like, oh, maybe I'll come over and watch the pay-per-view or an episode. And so I'm always hoping there's going to be something that can hook somebody in. And I think you're right, Brian, something like a punk promo or even they can be overwrought or cornball, but the, the like whodunits that can run episodes long it's a big attitude era thing something like that can do a ton to get somebody in the door and then maybe they're like oh wow this match actually whips ass and i'm way more into it than i thought like you said the crowd was mixed until they sort of fully turned on punk when he revealed he was wearing a four pillars shirt with mjf replaced on the shirt by Britt baker i I'm not sure. Like the four pillars thing seems like they're leading on it a little heavy for me, but this definitely worked here. 
do you like Punk doing like the the T-shirt and the Islanders suck thing? Because he has called out MJF for being like, oh no, are you going to talk junk about my local sports team? Or is this the spot to do that? I think it sort of plays within those boundaries though, right? And sort of like they establish that that's what they think of that style and then they, then they go out and do it. And he has to get himself in that. You know, I, I, I thought the Islanders stuff, it was like, yeah, I, I do agree that it does sort of lean into that. Um, Honestly, when he, when he showed the shirt, all I can think about was merch match. All I could think about was like, that's a merch match shirt immediately. <laughs> Cause, do you want to explain what merch match is for anybody who hasn't seen it before? Oh, yeah. We, we, we find two of the worst shirts we can we can in the shop AEW, and we put them against each other to vote, which is the worst shirt. Uh, immediate, like, it's 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 like the MJF Jerablo one, where it's... The results are shocking. He, if somebody wears it on TV once, and now <laughs> it's available for sale. It's like... <laughs> Is it the worth worst the, shit imaginable. Is it worth the, the half smirk you get from the guy watching at home who's like, ugh, good shirt. <laughs> I, I'm a fucking CM Punk diehard. I love him so much. He can do basically no wrong in my mind. I do feel like AEW is sort of riddled with ball jokes lately. Yeah, tons. And I feel like if Punk is like the better promo guy than this, where he's like, MJF has less balls than my dog Larry. And he's, uh, what's the word for a dog getting neutered? Thank you, guys. Neutered. I, I feel like that's like punks. Punks above that sort of thing. I well, I, first of all, I don't think punks above that. <laughs> like having just watched a lot of his older promos and sure. stuff, it's like he's always kind of been like, "Oh, you don't have any balls and and shit like that." Sure. But uh, I also think that punk was doing the cheap sports heat on purpose as in he was sent out to that audience to be a heel yes so that mjf would get cheered and what is what do people hate more than like almost anything they hate hypocrites when a wrestler's a a hypocrite and he's like oh you just come out for cheap heat then they come out for cheap heat then wrestling fans can go oh he said that (laughs) and it makes him mad i think i think that's why he might have done that stuff he was coming out to be a heel at that time and i I love that kind of thing because that's like that's what's good about japan really is that there isn't like firm babyface heel alliance and like i don't know if you've ever seen this match but tanahashi uh did a ddt match yes i have and uh, it's it's incredible. Tanahashi, you would Jeez. never call Tanahashi a heel. You would never call him that. But he comes off like the biggest asshole of all time it's in that best. match. And it's like basically what Brian and Punk are doing right now. They're just, they're, they're, I mean, they're obviously, they're both assholes. Like, <laughs> like it's just whether we want, them to be assholes to our guys and in this case it was to long island mjf fans and uh brian is the same way he's gone into people's hometowns and he's just kind of said asshole stuff but he's never like he's not like like kidnapping people and stuff i think (laughs) that that whole thing is another big wwe brain thing is that like all right you're either a face or a heel, and if you're a heel, you have to do the most dastardly stuff of all time. Yeah, it's it's funny that it can only live in the extremes. And again, this is why, and this is a talking point for Zooms and I on the shows, but it's like when people complain that something was complex or hard to understand or unclear in wrestling, 
It's always like you've got to be a little careful about what you're complaining about here, or else you just get like the most pablum, brainless, obvious shit fed to you. And it's like, okay, there, I get you couldn't understand any shades of gray. So this is what you get. And yeah, two pronged attack to get MJF cheered in Long Island tonight. CM Punk and a great video package, Zoobs. I know you're a sucker for the, the post production. This, this has got to be one of like the better pieces AEW put together, right? I thought this was genuinely great and smart and like something I wouldn't have considered doing. Yeah, the, the car on the old high school football field was really beautiful. Really, really was. I really was beautiful. Seeing him put on the, the Letterman jacket and all this. You like this too, Brian? I like, yeah, I loved it. And and like it didn't babyface MJF at all because it said stuff like Acafellas, like he was <laughs> yeah. the top, yeah. you know, vocalist and, and choir and stuff like that. So there's a bunch of stuff in there that's like sort of what a wrestling fan would consider uncool. And he's acting like he's cool and literally saying he's better than you. So, yeah, I loved it. I, I They kept him a heel, but he was received like a baby face. And, like, if you're a person that's watching this show for the first time, you totally understand this guy. 100%. And uh, it's, there's not any there's not going to be any confusion. And when somebody tells me that wrestling's too confusing for them. <laughs> I'm just like, what are the other things that you watch? Is it like Price is Right? Is it like that? I don't know. Because, like, there is not a storyline in wrestling that's too hard to figure out. And if there is a storyline in wrestling that's too hard to figure out, it's in WWE. And that's because it doesn't make any sense at <laughs> yeah, all in any sort of real world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought, like you say, not baby facing him. He the the line at the end was like, "How many chicks did he bang, bro?" Like all this <laughs> yeah. stuff is so overwrought. But it, again, it's they AW knows they have a tuned in audience too, where it's like we can show. And Brian's right, somebody tunes in, it's not gonna be lost on them because people are not stupid. Like they they can understand these things or that two things can be true about somebody. And I just thought that after Punk being a you know, low bar prick. And then this video package, knowing that MJF was coming out for the diamond ring battle Royale on the other side of the commercial. I was just like, tip of the cap to these guys, man. Like they, they, this is a really good way to set up the MJF entrance into this battle Royale. I loved it. Um, Brian, that was how long we have you on here for. I don't want to eat up your entire evening. Was there anything else on the show you wanted to dive into? And then I get to ask you one question uh, before you go as well. Uh, Cody is back, baby. Okay, can you it. expand on this? I've been loving this story for three weeks, but tonight was the night where Cody is back for good. He's a good guy. He's the best. He is the fucking... This dude... You thought that like Cody's not going to be as over anymore with all these new guys coming into the right. company that people love. We've had Cody like people, he's stale now and people aren't going to like him. And this to a, a, a lesser extent, this is going on with Moxley too, a little bit where people are like, Oh, Moxley kind of feels lost outside of the title picture. Right. I remember people saying that. Yeah. Or even just, he was really outside of the AEW picture he was wrestling a lot of new japan guys and stuff it just felt like he was off on his own sort of thing and like uh cody was one that i was like i don't know man i don't know you know they could turn him but people might not even care but like they 
turned him and it worked. And like, there is something incredible about seeing wrestling fans get worked week after week after week because they hate to say they got worked. They don't want to admit that Cody's been turned for weeks. Well, I've never been worked for the record. Just to, I, just I don't mind getting out. worked. I I think was, I, I'm sure I wouldn't mind it. I just want it out there on the record that I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had it happen to me. Here's my issue with Cody is that week to week there are performances that I love, like the him and arm dynamic and then the arm in the backyard one. But when I feel like guys enter the Cody verse where it's like, why is Andrade fighting Cody again? And like, I want the most for these guys. And I feel like Malachi Black gets stuck into these things. And then, so it's like very hit or miss for me. But I do also recognize that like somebody earlier in our Twitter mentions was like, Cody should take the TNT title off of Sammy and people will hate it. I fully agree with that. I think Cody should definitely beat Sammy there. Like that's, I think the absolute right call. So it sort of runs two directions for me. That's yeah. I mean, I guess I would look at, I, I would say that like, I, I, I don't think Malachi black has been well served with this, with this Cody feud, but I think that Malachi black, once he gets away from Cody is going to be just as over. Like I he's thought that until they losing tonight. What? They paired him with Pillman tonight. Right. He's going to just beat Pillman real quick, and <laughs> then he's going to go on to some other thing. He's not going to be with Pillman for as long as he was with Cody. And, like, I think, you know, you could have run the risk of having Cody not really be as over as he was before all the new guys came in. Or, like, you could risk Malachi Black's reactions, which I don't think his reactions have even gone down, period, at all. He feels gigantic. Yeah, when he shows up. It just feels like with him showing up and and still being over and with Cody uh, being as as hot as anybody in the... I would say Cody's hotter as a heel than MJF. For sure. He's just, he's very, he's hot, man. And like, that's tough for me to say, but only because you compared him to somebody who's so over as a heel right now, too. But those would be like your top two most booed guys on the show, regardless. Yeah, they're Brian Danielson doesn't get that because you can't, you cannot turn somebody like you did Seth Rollins and then expect to get heat. Remember when Seth Rollins turned on the shield? It was just like this huge dastardly act with it was like super overacted. He was getting cheered like the next night (laughs) or the next week. Like people were already cheering him. Look at Roman Reigns. I love you want to look at somebody. Yeah. People are cheering. Basically, they're cheering the guy now. He's not a heel. He's not like he's over everybody he's just says over. he's the best thing and so good it's yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah great but deal. nobody is saying that about cody rhodes people Certainly are just not. like oh, i fucking hate him and they're like seething when he comes out and they're booing him and then they're booing him and saying he should turn heel and then it's like <laughs> well, if he fucking turns heel then you'll cheer him like okay, i'll throw this at you brian instead of turning heel should he wrestle baby faces because i think he, he wrestles wrestle heels I think he should rest. Well, Sammy's not a heel, though. No, no, uh, but sorry, I should say has rest. Andrade, Black. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's been with Andrade, and uh, um, I think he that feud went on a little too long, a lot no too doubt. long. 
for my taste. It went on a, a lot longer than I think it needed to. Um, but I think that he will after like I said, Malachi Black's fine. Andrade's gonna be okay. Put Andrade with fucking pack. Yes. And just let them have more matches because they're great together. But like I think Andrade's okay. He's made. I think he's fine. Uh I Flaming think tables. that Cody is like on a he's on another level again. And he's on another level in a promotion with CM Punk and Brian Danielson. I mean, his reactions are insane. They're nuts. Like the reactions he gets are crazy. And and like it's people booing a heel. It's heat. It's people who do podcasts saying, Why won't they just turn <laughs> him heel? Oh my God, it's making me so never, mad at we him. We have never begged for it. In fact, I think Zeus and I are on the record when people go, He's turning heel any minute. We go, I, I. <laughs> right. <laughs> You've heard it from the man himself, Murder Brian Quimby, from uh, Dear Pal of the Show, John Collins, co-host over there on the POD cast on Personal Favorite Street Fight. And uh, Brian, you and I have in common a, a love for shock jocks, or at least I'm a Howard Stern obsessive from when he was good. I love your Patreon content, Shocktober. Couldn't possibly recommend it enough to anybody listening to this now or after. But I have to send you away with a question uh, that came in from a listener today. I cannot remember who, but they said, you have to ask this to Brian. And I thought it was a great question. Brian, do you have time for one big question? I do. Yeah, go for it. Of everybody on the AW roster, who would be best suited to enter the Kid Rock's new song? Oh, ain't nobody got, I mean, Cody. Nobody's right? going to tell him how to live. <laughs> it would so have in this to... instance, the podcasters are the snowflakes. Yeah, it could be Cody and it could be the men of the year, but I think it works better for Cody because Cody already has that downstate butt rock. <laughs> and it would it would make AEW fans who I think are generally left of center. Yeah. Uh, it would make people fucking crazy if they played Kid Rock on on this show. It would it, it they have just they know how to make the fans mad. Do you remember Dan Lambert? He's my favorite. Yeah. He, Huge Dan Lambert people show. were like, oh, what the fuck is Dan he's Lambert doing on here? All he does is he's talking about millennials and stuff <laughs> like that. It's so hacky, but they were so mad at him. And then it got to the point where he was one of the hottest things on the card. AEW fans. They get worked, but they're supposed to be the smart fans. So they just can't even imagine a world where they can get worked by a wrestler. We're a couple Lambert maniacs over here. So there's uh, there's no getting around. I, I can't think of a better talker in the pro wrestling industry. I love Eddie Kingston. I love CM Punk. Dan Lambert gets out there and tells me that I'm too busy looking at Wi-Fi to enjoy pro wrestling. And I, just, <laughs> I think it's great. I, I don't, great. It's, just, it's just the best. Brian, genuinely, thanks so much for coming on, man. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, MurderX Brian on Twitter. And, Anytime. Uh, we'll you thanks for having so me. Much. Thanks for coming, Brian. Appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And... <sighs> Zoops. What do you think of the opening with the guest? I kind of like that spot. Big time. Big time. And I, I, like, I like getting into the the most important part of the show with the guest. I think that's better than sort of going through everything and yes. then and then asking folks to also then 
hear us expound with a with a guest with a great guest. I thought Brian was great. Um, well, because... he, uh, Brian brought up a lot of really good points. I thought like legitimate good insight about CM Punk going out there to be a, a direct hypocrite and whatnot. I thought great points. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But Zoobs, we're not done, baby. No, no, no. We are just getting started. Uh, hello to all of you in the chat. Everybody's still here, Zoobs. They they like they like. Where's there to go? We're this reviewing time. the show. Why would you leave? You're absolutely. Everybody's still damn here. Right. Everybody, we're talking about the diamond ring. Battle. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, everybody's still here. The party's rocking and rolling. Not still, everybody's still here. We didn't chase them away. We, we have one of your shirts to throw away. Give, give us a give us a preview of a second shirt. We're gonna throw out. Josh has six shirts. We're gonna throw out. Make him throw out two of them. We're gonna we throw out three tonight. We're gonna go three. Ooh, fifty fifty. This is this is so risky. You want you want another shirt, or you want yeah. to be preview that one again? Uh, give me the first one again, honestly. Okay. All right. Ready? Oh, <laughs> garbage! <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was that, was that too fast? You know, no, I, that that one's going to the garbage. I hate to say it. Okay, all right. I don't hate to say uh, it. I'm actually pleased to say it. Okay, you want? Do you want another quick glimpse? I think you were wearing more? that when I met you. That's 100 percent true. Uh, Easy bin. You want to see one more? Really quick. Okay. All right. All right. There we go. <laughs> it's a white shirt. That's all you're getting. You damn fiends. Uh, Zoobs, let's talk about the Diamond Ring Battle Royale. MJF, Wardlow, Dante Martin, Jay Lethal, Matt Hardy, Lee Johnson, Leo Rush, Powerhouse Hobbs, Frankie Kazarian, and Ricky Starks are in the ring. The final two competitors uh, will be having a singles match next week at Winter is coming for the right to the Diamond Ring of AW, whatever, million dollar Diamond Ring, whatever. 40000 I think he says it's cost. Zoobs, what do you think of this format, Battle Royale leading to two people? Uh, obviously I forgot about it halfway through and at the end I was like oh and then the bell rang and I was like oh they're going to have a match I thought they had a match right after to be honest with you because I, I was mistaken in thinking that MJF um, CM Punk was around next week's show I thought like oh that's a winner is coming as I thought that's not true uh, I had just explained to my wife she's like when are they what are they building to when are they when are they fighting and I was like next week on the Winter is coming. And then immediately after, it was like, Jam Jam is wrestling this guy next week. And I was like, oops. Oh, then you didn't. So you didn't look like the smartest wrestling brain to you. I'm right? not always the smartest guy in the room. Uh, she, she still she, loves you, though. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, anyway, yeah, I completely forgot about it. And then obviously not my smartest 10 minute span here. Uh, <laughs> great <laughs> sentence in this. In our great I, do, I do love a battle middle. royal, though. I love a battle royal. The Hobbs and Wardlow stare down in the middle of this thing. That's a feud that I think all of us can absolutely get out of bed for. Um, Dante turns on Team Taz. Boy, that was quick, eliminating Ricky Starks. I initially thought they were going to play it like, oh, hey, man, it's a battle royale. Like, we're all out there, every man for himself, sort of teasing it. But no, they made it very clear. Dante Martin has already turned on Team Taz. Did you like that choice? Not really. Kind of quick, right? A little, A little quick and also like... I don't know. Not, there's probably more advantageous times that you can even putting yourself in Dante Martin's shoes. Like you could make that that screw job could have been a little more effective than like to make yourself yes. in the finalist for the ring, right? Like, yeah, a hundred percent. And somewhere where it was, I don't know. It just felt like if you had to explain to me why Dante Martin entered Team Taz, what's the reason? To get himself into the yeah, to get himself in, into the, into the match to win the Dynamite Diamond. I mean, listen. Financially, it's not how much. How much is it worth? Ten thousand, hundred thousand? I think forty grand. I don't even think it's that much. It's good. Uh, Hart don't saying give Hobbs a W. I think Zoobs and I uh, agree on that. Always. 
I like the Wardlow just standing in front of MJF in the corner. Like yeah. It's just a wall. You don't even get a chance. And uh, some great, great feud set up at the end of this as MJF plays hero and runs in to save Dante Martin, who's been jumped by uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, he gets the big cheer. He goes back. But no, he is also attacking Dante Martin. Again, I thought this was magnificent work from Maxwell Jaxwell Friedman. Um, I just love that he's a good guy in Long Island to a point. And lots of good feuds set up here. MJF starts. CM Punk runs out for the save to Punk and uh, MJF. You know, we'll, we might even get this as a tag match. So, yeah, uh, see, that's, that's, it certainly felt that way at the end. And yeah, Zhang saying great that he eliminated War Dog as well. Yeah, I think he was responsible for him getting eliminated. I don't think he actually eliminated him, right? Uh, he he basically toppled out three people at once and, and War Dog. Right. Because he was right. getting double teamed. Uh, but yeah, lots to lots to do here. Taz on commentary all night tonight instead of the rotating commentaries. Fantastic, as always. Fantastic here. Just pissed at Dante Martin. Just irate. Taz doesn't like to be taken for a ride. Yeah, and stupid, just stupid, stupidly, stupidly played by Dante Martin, showing his own need for direction. I think, ironically enough, I think you're you're absolutely right in saying that, Zoops. Madness. Huge reactions for MJF and Punk throughout this first half of the show. Great to see Long Island come into play. Yeah. 2.0 and the acclaimed taking on Jurassic Express and the Varsity Blondes. Um. We love 2.0 Zoobs, of course. Great to see them getting some TV time. Would have just rather seen, I mean, I feel like a broken record, would have just rather seen one of these tag teams wrestle each other than the the eight-man version of it. Any, Jurassic Express and Varsity Blondes don't seem any combo, allied at all to me. Any combo of, of these four teams I would have preferred. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Would have loved to uh, see 2.0 against Jurassic Express. What? What? What 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 what's the hold up on that? Book that. I'm book, <laughs> I was Jurassic like, Express can win. Why are we do, need to win? Why aren't we doing this match? Why isn't this a match in the division? What are we doing? Dude, you'd have to tell me because I don't damn well know. And I'm going to ask everybody who's watching. If uh, you're a podcast listener, please consider giving us a five star rating review. Who else is bringing you big stars like Murder Brian onto the podcast? Well, I suppose his own podcast does it. But uh, besides everything, that, everything elite by the sounds of it. Well, you were going to plug them too, Zooms. Good gravy. Uh, and, uh, and of course, uh, write us five stars on the Apple iTunes store, Spotify, whatever it is you do. And if you're here live with us right now on Twitch.tv, consider a follow, a subscription, all that good stuff. Uh, some highlights in this match, though, Zooms. I thought uh, Bowens was stomping Pillman Jr. in the corner and 2.0 was just talking shit to him while he was getting stomped. Uh, I thought that was entertaining. Big Luchasaurus chant. I thought his comeback was awesome in this match. He looked really good. But when you get to that end, like 1v1, v1, 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 v1 sequence where they're all just hitting things on each other, it's it's hard. To, you just sort of, okay. Too many cooks, says Zhang Zone. I think I agree with that. But then Eddie Kingston, or uh, Dan Garcia comes out to help 2.0 post-match. Eddie Kingston comes out. This is what I mean. So many people in these first couple segments. <laughs> Eddie Kingston uh, comes out. Huge pop. Wow, New York loves their their son, Eddie Kingston. Uh, he attacks Dan Garcia. Then he heads backstage talking shit. I don't know if we were supposed to be able to hear him talking to the camera. I yeah, couldn't I make couldn't, out anything he was saying. I feel like you would, I feel like you would uh, almost in every situation want to pick up Eddie Kingston's audio. No? You would think so. I want to hear what Eddie Kingston has to say. Um, but if the effect is him just like shouting into a camera, that's fine too. Uh, he's backstage, Ortiz, his old buddy, trying to calm him down. 
when 2.0 and Dan Garcia are backstage, presumably this is leading to a, a reformatted Eddie Kingston and Proud and Powerful facing 2.0 with Dan Garcia. I love them as a group. Please tell me that. that get, get Proud and Powerful away from the inner circle and get them hanging out with Eddie Kingston as, you know what I mean? In the same way that Mox was like affiliated with him, but not like needed to be in a stable, right? Just be as a guy that is in that circle would be wonderful in my heart. Yeah. Eddie Kingston needs allies while Mox is out and proud and powerful make just a ton of sense. Their history, but even just their general attitudes, I think work really well with one another. Uh, I think we both love uh, Santana and Ortiz, but we've made note that Ortiz is not the best on the mic and Eddie Kingston can make up any ground you need in that vein. That said, I, I want the Eddie Kingston singles push. So entering six man sure. tag uh, dynamite matches and isn't exactly where I'd like him to be, but we shall see. Uh, Danny Roach is saying his rap was off tonight. Ashley Kutcher asking, I want to know if being bad at rap is part of the gimmick or does he just not know? Zoobs, what do you think on that? Uh, I think Heart Note sort of nails it. The punchlines are are sincere and the flow is cheap heat. Agree. That's exactly right. Nailed it. Heart note. I agree. It. Yeah, we agree. Zooms, are you ready for the first keep it or kick it of the evening? I've been waiting almost an hour for this. Oh, my Lord. I'm sorry to keep everybody so oh, my disengaged. <laughs> but uh, the chat already knows, but Zooms, because you don't, I will explain the rules to tonight's keep it or kick it. This is where I, Mr. 50K Josh Custodio, gives a prompt from the world of wrestling and you, Zooms. And the chat. Thank you, Nick, for putting them in the chat. You will go over to your emoji bar and you will pick kick or you will pick keep. And in doing so, you will tell me that you like that prompt. You love that prompt. You want some more of that prompt or you hate that prompt, despise it or never want to see it again. Zoobs, do you understand the rules to keep it or kick it? Loud and clear. Zoobs, keep it or kick it. This statement. Daniel Garcia has a higher ceiling then three out of the four pillars. <laughs> the four pillars, of course, MJF, Darby Allen, Jungle Man, and Sammy Guevara. Does Daniel Garcia have a higher ceiling than three out of four of those guys? It kicks out of the gate. Unanimous kicks. I keep from Pace Foul. Oh, Pace Foul's with me. Okay. The rest of it. Unfortunately, not unfortunately. Yeah, getting hammered. It. Just I me and Pacefall. And you were, you're you keeping that. Definitely, yeah. I think Dan Garcia's got the world. That's strong. He, what doesn't he have? He's a handsome, good-looking kid, too. He's bigger than you think he is. He's flanked by Goombas. I would, I would let, me, let me throw you this from the, you know, your sports terminology world. What's your, what's your, what's your player comp? Daniel Garcia. If you if you were like looking at a, a guy's career who is you know in mm. his prime or maybe after his prime, who does he remind you of? What, do you, okay, what, what career that's a great are you question. envisioning? You know what I mean? Sure. Does that have to be direct? You can mix them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering. I don't think he'll reach the heights of Daniel Bryan, but I think it can be something uh, akin to that tech wrestler for a while until the world takes notice. Who else? Because he has like that stern, like rough streak too yeah i suppose i suppose i mean comparing somebody to brian danielson is oh, so no. outrageous because he's so one of a kind and excellent but in terms of a, a general career path that i could see him trying to emulate to perhaps even achieving a modicum of that yeah i'll say brian danielson danielson's run also in terms of 
you know, he gets his popularity and, and his moments build due to some, some significant like circumstances, right? It's sort of these, these incredible things happen to him and it, it makes for this greater incredible story that it, you know, sort of contributes to his greatness. So it's very hard to make that career comparison, but I do like, I like that you sort of got the style what I was looking for. Love it. Dennis Dirty Work saying a bit like low key. Yeah. And style for sure. Hopefully doesn't burn absolutely every bridge of uh, anybody he's ever met. Oh, hi, Midge. A couple of ZSJ comparisons. Well, in, in style for sure. I mean, ZSJ is also amazing on the mic. Let's not forget. Do we want a little Midge on camera? She wants to come on my lap. Yeah, a little hi, Midge. All the stars at this one. Yeah, that's true. Big hi, draws. Midge. Where's my big, beautiful kitty? Hi, Midge. There she is. Hi, Midge. Look Let's at that. Point Midge in the chat. Absolutely. We love our big kitty. Um, yeah, I think that uh, rather than over rather than MJF, Dan Garcia has a higher ceiling than uh, the other three. I like that. You're saying on the shirt, on your AEW shop shirt, it'll, it'll be, it'll be, who's, who's, then who is it? It's, it's MJF, MJF Garcia, Dan Garcia. You want Britt Baker, and then you're going. Britt Baker, Ricky Starks, something yeah. like that. There you go. CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Darby Allen is amazing, but I see him as their Jeff Hardy, uh, whereas right. I think Dan Garcia could be something uh, eclipsing that. Yeah. Uh, Tully and FDR are backstage. Zoobs, I know it's a popular take to be like, hey, Cash Wheeler's underrated. We all talk about Dax. Uh, I thought Dax showed that he's easily the best of these three tonight. I thought kind of a weak promo from uh, the legendary Telly Blanchard and from Cash Wheeler leading into Dax sending it home. Yeah, I tell, you, you know, Telly, I think we've noted before, operates it like, I think it's like a, I would say he hits like 55% probably. Yeah, that feels about right to me. So um, this is one of those ones. We, I think we saw this with the Lucha Bros one the other week. Are we sure are we sure we didn't want to do a second take of this? Like we it, Yeah, it's a taped promo. We can we sure we don't want to do that. Yeah, we're we're not shooting to tape. We're, we ro just, we're already rewind. rolling. You don't you want to you don't want to say like I don't know. We're already rolling, says the Zooms. Um yeah, I thought Dax was I do like these stickers better. on the belts. They added these cheap yeah, the stickers. FTR. Uh, Eric Hartman saying, enough with the FTR already. Definitely don't agree with that. Uh what else here? Powerhouse Hobbs is the future, says Ashton Kutcher. I agree. Britt Baker, Matt Lee, MJF, and Dan Garcia. Yeah, maybe Matt Lee four times. You want a taste? <laughs> He's so cool. All right, Zoobs, what's up next here? Oh, heavens above. The highlight of the program. Maybe I'll make the Matt Lee head the one-year sub-badge. I love that. Or see if Nick can figure uh, it out, because Nick has the image. Nick figure that out. Nick, you genius. Danny DeRocha saying, more FTR. I agree with that. Uh, where are you, Zoobs? Less FTR or more FTR? More FTR. More okay. more meaningful tag division stuff. Yes. A amen, brother. It's never been said. Better than that. Uh, Zoobs, we're about to talk about the Young Bucks versus Chuck Taylor and Rocky Romero. Uh, so I'd encourage anyone watching this who has any friends who like wrestling, text them right now. Say these guys are about to do four hours on Chuck Taylor and Rocky Romero versus the Young Bucks. Wrestling fans, no wrestling fans. Zoobs, wow, I liked this match. I knew you would. I was brought to life by this actual tag match at the center of the show with the young fellas, Rockster Romero, and the motherfucking Kentucky gentleman, Dustin, Chuck Taylor, in the house. This this one was a blast. A note to our mod, we should watch we should watch 
have you ever seen like an awful waffle? You you know you know Chucky Chucky pretty well. Have I ever seen an yeah. awful waffle? We should watch. I should hang up right now. We what are you watch, talking about? We should watch the compilation. Have you ever seen an awful waffle? Compilation we should watch on YouTube. Yeah, we should. I think we should. I who have seen it. <laughs> wow. Minge, can you believe that? I'm going to start co-hosting the show with Minge. <laughs> Ash is saying uh, he would love to see the supposed awful waffle yeah i mean there's nothing awful about it uh he hits a pile driver in this match he hits a ddt flatliner combo it's a tope con hero giant trent return in the middle of this to save them from adam cole running in after they've taken the loss to the young buck zoops what did you think of the trent return what did you think of this match uh eric put it perfectly in a text to me uh trent moxley coming coming back with the <laughs> with the shaved head and the and the best <laughs> Very and and like absolutely yoked, uh, and the kiss from mom, uh, and such Anderson. a different energy though. Yeah, very much a different energy, a real intensity. I liked, uh, I love bringing the mom. I love bringing mom Sue. I love bringing oh. her in the ring at the end. I, I just I have a real appreciation for these feel good moments that they just sort of let happen in these guys' hometowns. From the the first, I saw this the first on... hour, just full of it. Is Sue a member of Chaos? I th- I think I th- she gets the hug so. She's closer than we are. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, I thought this match, as a match, I mean, the Young Bucks are so reliable for having great uh, tag TV matches. I thought this was no exception. I thought both Chucky e. T hot tags were, of course, excellent. I was sad that they lost, but I get it if you're getting the return to save from the beatdown afterwards. Anyway, I get it. Is this the feud we're heading towards, Zoops? Are we going to get best friends, the team, Chucky e. T and Trent, the, the core two, taking on the Young Bucks? I like. I would like that. I, I would like that a lot. You you don't think maybe Orange Cassidy slides in there, or or is tonight sort of their they're giving you the like it has to be the full powered team. Yeah, I think you'll get Orange versus Cole one v one, and then the, right. but but those will obviously bleed together because all six of those guys are connected. So let's hope it doesn't manifest as a six man. I want to see that as a singles and a tag. But uh, Trent looks like a, a star. He looks like somebody that. Again, you pair him next to Chuck Taylor, and he, does he look small and a little unimpressive? Sure, but th- they can do it. Come on, Chuck looked awesome in this match. I love Chuck. I, 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 you were mentioning, you mentioned to me this week, you showed me um, a bingo card that somebody had oh, yes. made for somebody else's show. For a block party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for block party, and I, I was thinking, what would be on our bingo card if we did one? That's oh yeah, what would I, be on ours? That's I a was, fun thing. I was like Josh mentioning Chuck Taylor <laughs> should be being thing. the champion, or like uh, <laughs> yeah, the awful awful uh, compilation. That's a funny one to ask the chat. What would be on a, a wrestling brain bingo card? Yeah. That'd be good. It's gotta be a bunch of good. You're stuff. just loving this. She's audio, <laughs> up audio issue would be be middle, very middle. No way, Jericho, Wait. Jericho or Matt Lee impression. That's good. Yeah, oh, that's a impression good one. of a wrestler. Yeah, that, that's like, a great that, one. Like, I top row, I think. Yeah, I think you're right about that. An easy get. Ruby Riot is backstage uh, cutting a promo, but she's interrupted by the Bunny and Penelope Ford, who I forgot were a team. Uh, they know that Ruby has Nyla coming up. So they're going to have to get through her first. They're going to have to find some friends, or she's going to have to find some friends. Uh, she finds them in the very segment. Uh, as Nyla attacks her from out of nowhere, and Anna Jay and Tay Conte run out for the save. This go. was all right. Yeah. Just 
Nothing was especially good about it, but it's a little promo thing to set up a match. Gives the match a reason to happen this Friday on Dynamite. Surprise, bitch, says Maddie Mac. Good line from Isla Rose. <laughs> Surprise, bitch. Yeah. When would you say that in your life, Sue? Uh, good oh, question. right. I'll have to leave the call and rejoin. Right, because we, we made it a group call. Right, right, right. Right. Should I just do that right now? Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll close out on this topic and then we'll – we forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I I know Anna J and Tay Conte are a pair. Um, did they, yeah, they wrestled Bunny and Penelope, so I guess this makes some sense. Um, again, yeah, multi-man slowing down the road to the, the singles, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, Anna and Tay chasing with chairs and then not using them. Awkward moment. Yeah, that's 100% true. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'll send you the link for the new. You sent it to me? Yeah. I will be right on back, brother. Get big zoops here for a second. Look at that. Big zoops. Big zoops, there you go. A note on the a note on the card. Back. Big zoops doing. Uh, we, we was doing <laughs> we had a big zoops moment where we would went big no big zoops. Well people don't know. In real life you're what, six eight? Six, yeah, that's nine? an accurate when when we go down and you leave the call and that's the, my actual size. Yeah, that's much closer to, to real life. Uh, than anything else. Uh, Tony Schiavone is out on the stage with Sammy Guevara. Sammy starts talking. He's interrupted by Cody. Here he goes, Cody Rhodes, interrupting Sammy. It's Cody Rhodes. Uh, He says, hey, I'm just going to let you know. I'm challenging for that title. I'm one of the good guys. He fakes going out the heel tunnel and uh, goes back to the face tunnel. We talked about this a little bit with Brian, uh, but I actually really liked the segment and thought Cody did a, a good job. I figured out something. I think I figured out why I don't like, or no matter what basically happens in the promo, I'm not a huge fan of Man of the Year. Oh no! I think I figured it out. Why is that? They start every they they start every promo with like evil guy laughter. Right. Sure. Scorpio Sky does it every time he talks. The first thing he does is go ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> well, could that just be Scorpio Sky not being very good though? Ethan Page does it too. Not every time, but a ton of the time he comes in on the mic, he's like fake laughing, I guess. The evil, like the evil guy, like I'm I, – I, yeah, and they start monologuing. Thank you, Ashton Kutcher, very much. They do start I, monologuing. I just think Scorpio Sky isn't good and Ethan Page is good. I like to Page's interrupt here. I, I thought he risked going babyface. I mean like Cody just, of course, gets to say he's challenging for a title – uh, but if you tell me Ethan Page is wrestling for that, that I'm more interested in that than uh, a lot of the other people. Yeah, and Page versus Cody was like, there's a there's a TNT title picture that maybe you do get something out of Page that that you know we've been sort of waiting for. Maybe he maybe he breaks away from the Lambert thing. Maybe maybe they end up sure. really benefiting off of that where Cody is right now. Who knows? Or they kick out Scorpio and it's just Lambert managing uh, all ego. I yeah. feel like that's a, a winning act. Um. Which leads us to our second keep it or kick it of the evening, Zeus. I will say, you guys like Dan Lambert? Well, he's coming back. <laughs> oh, you spoiled it, Zeus, you <laughs> dirty great. damn dog. Not, not, not a great – I didn't think that was a great, like, part of the – you know, your, your way to get heat is like, Dan Lambert will be back. Zeus, like, ah. that does lead us, though, into our second keep it or kick it of the evening. Like it, love it, want some more of it. We just did one. You know it. Zeus. 
I'll legal Ethan Page, let us know. Dan Lambert is returning to Dynamite, which of course can only mean one thing. It's time to do a keep it or kick it, Zoobs. Keep it or kick it. Further Dan Lambert involvement in all elite wrestling. Force keep. Force keep. Come on. Well, let's see. I don't know. The crowd didn't seem very happy about it tonight. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher continues to the 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 keeper tickets will continue until morale improves. All I can say. Thank you, yeah, it's never going away. One kick from Ashton Kutcher, unanimous keeps across the board otherwise, and we do love to see it. Beautiful. Jamie Hader versus Rio was a bit of a banger, Zoobs. Yeah, I like Rio's. I like Rio. I like her. I like the style she uses, where like they really play up her her size. But then when she pulls off something like a powerbomb into the corner, it looks like she gets every inch of her momentum, and like she has a great way of using that as a fulcrum for leverage. I thought. I think when she does pull off throws and power moves, it looks amazing. I agree. Uh, and she she sells in like such ragdoll fashion that everything looks good on her. They, of course, had the really bad botch out the gate where Hater didn't catch Rio, but I thought they recovered, and I thought this ended up, the crowd was super behind it. I love Britt Baker, like, trying to be like, it doesn't matter if you win, just hurt her. Like, it's just the road to Britt Baker versus Rio to Britt Baker. Um, yeah, really enjoyed this match. Yeah, easily match of the night, I would say, I would agree. No, not for me. No? No, definitely the tag match for me, the the Bucks and the the friends. These sickos. <laughs> Chuck Taylor wrestled on free television tonight, guys. <laughs> More like Jamie Hooter and Rehu compared to the Chuck, compared to the Chucky. That's a double. That's two. I like that. Come on. Come on. How many people can throw that out? Who gets you two? Who gets you two? Nobody. Lots of people thought it was match of the night. There you go. It's like I always say, though, lots of people don't know what they're talking about, Zeus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, We genuinely... You should see... Wow, Eric saying Jamie Hooters, ban. Can we get a block on him, Matty Mac? Eric, too horny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Zoops. Uh, we've been getting some very great answers on the Wrestling Brain end of your survey, which, of course, you can fill out at Wrestling underscore Brain. It's pinned to the top of the Twitter account. Nearing 100 responses already, and it hasn't even been up a week. Uh, tremendous mm. And really good answers. So we have a, a, a tuned in. I'll say this. Audience. It's on the members of the community to share that. Basically, if you, I, I feel this way. If you filled it out, if you're one of the hundred people that filled it out, you have an I obligation agree. to share it. I agree with that. They will make next week's year-end show take place next Thursday, which I can't wait for. Zoom, think, December see, what, what can we do? How can we help? They say. First, the best thing you can do is fill the survey out. Second yep. best thing you can do is then share the survey after you filled it out. That's, I should have written that in the survey. But regardless, you will see the results of that next Thursday right here. We do A Double Dudes After Winter is coming Wednesday. And then we'll do the big year-end show Thursday, which I can't wait for. Revealing all the results of the rest of my year-end survey and announcing our schedule for next year. So that's going to be a, a very fun one, I would expect. And, we, and I'm, I have all kinds of stuff. I have – I'm glad we just didn't keep it or kick it. I have, I have a bunch of numbers from the year of wrestling brain that I'm going to share with people. I, you've shared a few with me. I think people are going to really enjoy that segment. Yeah, we'll bring on the Zoobs to talk about where we were last year relative to this year. By the numbers, uh, I'll be going through everybody's hot takes with Paul. And Sick Nick will be behind the damn computer with me for the whole show. Introduce the category. Sick Nick and I had a time of it last year. We're going to have a time of it again. Data-driven yes. content says Nice Boy Online. you damn right. 2021 Wrestling Brain Wrapped. Uh, 
I'll tell you, I'll, wow. let, let, so let me throw this. I'll, a preview of this. I'll, and I'll throw this as, as a quiz, and I won't answer it tonight, though. Oh, come on. I have, the, I, I have access to all the I get to see I get to see which emotes were used the most, right? Okay, all right. Do you think over the course of the year more things have been kept or kicked? Oh my god, that's such a good one. Wow. I'm gonna say kept. Oh, Why but don't... it could be kick, you know. Why don't I don't know. The thing is people who kick tend to kick like with a they with type a... it in ten times. Yeah. The keeps are level-headed. They understand keeper kick it is a, is in a vacuum. The strength of keeper kick does not matter. Right. It is is it is the binariness of keep it or kick it that keeps the game so so pure. Keep kick hesitant kick. It doesn't mean anything. Right. Four kick. It doesn't. I see the one. There it is. Yep. Lambert won people over by the end. So keep. There you go. We'll see. All kinds of stuff. Did. What the most used emote was? Who the you know? All kinds of stats from stats from the chat. Who used the most emotes? Who uh, who used the most words? Who sent the most messages? Well, who do you think sent the most messages? That's a great question. There's I'm excited. Who... I am excited to see the year-end awards. To see all these numbers next Thursday uh, here on Wrestling Brain, five thirty in the West, eight thirty in the East. Going to be very exciting. Sick Nick and I, the Zoobs. Uh, Paul and some special guests on top of that. Uh, Zubes, I don't want to, I don't want to promise this, but there's a chance Eddie Kingston's calling in. I mean, Moxley called in last year. Well, and we, of course we wanted to repeat with Moxley, but you can't get a hold of the guy right now. So we go to his buddy, and it seems like there's a very real chance that uh, Matt will do a Eddie with that. Eddie Kingston is going to be calling in and uh, popping us all and sending us some Christmas cheer on the year end. So all that and more. Uh, great to see on Wrestling Brain. Ashida and Deeb video zooms literally wanted a trilogy. Uh, I love this. We don't need titles. We don't need tournaments. Let's just give a video package to two people who are one and one and put on good matches. This is easy as pie to me, and I thought it was a good package. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Serena Deeb. Any any week, any time with any opponent for me. That's easy. That's, that's right. easy eatings. I'm happy. I'm thrilled with that, and I love it. I love it as part of Winter is Coming. I love it as sort of like. That sort of gets a bit of a highlight. It's just like this is a we got a we had a good wrestling match for you next week. If you're into like this bigger show, we're gonna give you really high level women's wrestling. I think that's awesome. And winter is coming. Looks nuts next week. It really does. Even just Hangman and Brian. You feel like that's got to get the last what half hour? Yeah, at least. Like entrance and start at the half hour. So awesome. This was an energy I wanted from Sheeta in her title run. A real high point. So saying something, yeah, Sheeta was, you ruined everything. And and so fired up. Here's maybe some confidence. And I thought she was just excellent. Maddie Mack, the mod, the axe of the Wrestling Brain Network, saying, when you think about it, winter is coming. Absolutely. Is that true, Zoops? No one to tell me, buddy. It's already here where I'm from. <laughs> Been here for weeks. <laughs> this guy. Oh, this guy, the Zoops. Zoops, three words for you. You ready for the three words? Hook debut Friday. Crazy. Craziness. Is it just going to be some local jobber, like the most talented in-ring local jobber they can find? It's Fuego del Sol. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Zoobs, what do you think of Hook versus Fuego del Sol next Friday on Rampage? I thought, uh... I was like, oh, good for Fuego Del Sol. That's a, they must they trust him to to really be in a spot here. Yes. Uh will Fuego get in offense? No. 
Well, yeah, maybe maybe something. Maybe, like maybe a reversal? A couple strikes, arm drag, maybe? Yeah, maybe this a reversal. Is gonna be, this is going to be the hook show. I can't wait. I can't wait. Soups Friday feels must-watch in a way that it hasn't, maybe, besides the Punk debut. Yeah, people are going to be... Hook is wrestling. Yeah. I, I How green do you think he is? Predict it now. I think I have faith in the way that they're going to handle this. It's the only way I can say it. They, they have that, they've ever had anything like this. I, I can't remember anything like this that AEW's had to handle. A, a pure, legitimate debut of a guy that has never wrestled before, that we've never seen anywhere, that is already hyped in a really organic way. I, I'm really interested to see how they do this. Zoobs, you're the, the real sports head around here. Would you call him a blue chip prospect, the, the hook? Could be. It, 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 it could be, or it could be could be you know to use the sports hype it could be like a high school guy that you saw an instagram video of and have no idea how it translates right it's just a guy that that has captured our attention there's a charisma to being surrounded by team taz mm-hmm. you we, we all know though a wrestling match is a totally different thing i have no reason to believe he's going to be bad or it's not going to be super exciting to watch I, and again I, I have faith with how they're going to handle it i'm really interested in the hook stuff in in the same way that i was interested in uh and am interested in in the, in the semifinal in the in the women's title tournament i like these things that sort of tell us more than than just the individual matches i'm i'm super intrigued by this zoobs i hate to be this guy but are your mind body and spirit potentially ready for hook to look maybe a little greener than we were expecting for sure of course absolutely are you ready for that though yeah absolutely absolutely that's, a, that's that's reality. I'm, you know what I mean. I, it, Are you a realist kind of guy? I think you have to be in a situation like this. You have to sort of understand that. I'm expecting so. him to go in there and basically be Rey Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. What are your expectations? Tempered. I don't think there's a ton of reason from what he's shown to think that he's anything above, maybe a little better than Jade Cargill, something like that. Um, but. And I think this is so underrated in wrestling. I don't think you need to be a good wrestler to have a good match. The Sandman has a million great matches. Uh, With the right opponent who's making an effort to get you over, there can be a version of Hook that's shown. That's magnificent no matter where his uh, abilities are at. And I suspect Fuego can get him there. Um, But listen, could he over-deliver in a massive way and be a long natural athlete, got some of the, the old man's DNA? Sure. I know I'll be watching. Yeah, it's gonna be casting judgment. It's gonna be suplexes and stuff, right? It's gonna be. You gotta think so. Yeah. I saw somebody in the chat say he finishes with a hook mission potentially. That seems yeah pl- very likely, right? I think so. What if he? Who's who's the Bubba Ray Dudley of uh, of AW? Who's just the biggest guy? Who would be the most impressive person for a hook to Taz Plex off the top rope? Billy Gunn. Wow, that's sad and probably accurate to do. Okay, we all can't wait for uh, Hook on Friday. And of course, tune in to watch Nick and Paul right here in the same spot after Rampage. They'll be talking about it. They'll give their opinions on uh, where Hook looks off the, or how Hook looks rather, off of our first big impression. So uh, definitely tune in to that. Tony Schiavone is out there with the Varsity Blondes. Uh, They're quickly interrupted by Malachi Black. The promo is interrupted uh malachi black spits mist in the face of julia hart and uh presumably we're setting up brian Pillman jr versus malachi black zoobs yeah tough tough times julia hart can we get malachi black something to chew on 
fight Cody for a year and then I mean, you know, Brian Quimby on here defending Cody saying, okay, that one did go on a little long. It's like, yeah, man. Three matches and then a tag match. And he wins in the end, the son of a gun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope that that he just dusts through uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Maybe on Winter's Coming even. And uh, we get something more meaningful for him to, to dive into. Zooms, yeah. are you ready? You'd like to see him. You'd like to see him chase something in a meaningful way. Who's somebody that he could move on to, uh, to you in the chat, uh, after, let's say, assume he puts away Brian Pillman, who's a baby face that he could move on to a feud with? Mm. See, I thought, I thought when he first came in, we were, we were, we were moving towards him against Miro. And that was sort of the, yeah. that was sort of where we, where we were going. And we were having grappler against striker. We were sort of yep. having that, we're sort of having that meeting in the middle and it makes a lot never, of sense to me. Yeah. Is it too soon for the goth battle of him versus Darby? Him versus, what about him, him versus Hangman. Yeah. Darby's another great one. I think is a is a great fit. Him and Darby Coffin match could headline any show you needed it to besides a pay per view for them. Yeah, something to consider. Zoobs, our third keep it or kick it of the evening and final leads us into the main event. Zoobs, keep it or kick it. Excluding Hangman Page, if he counts, John Hungry is the most over member of Dark Order. You got lots of members. Evil 1 0, Stu 2, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. People love 5. People have 11, 5. They love 5. They love minus 1. They love 11. They love all these guys. Right. Minus 1. Minus 1 might be your your, your tricky sneak backdoor answer. Minus Matt, 1 is. Maddie Mac, the only kick. Maddie Mac, who are you saying is more over than John Hungry? I, I wish it was someone, but he felt very over to me tonight. Now, granted, they're in his home state, um, but he was over like Rover in this building, and Brian Danielson did a great job of healing it up for him. It, they should have to come. They should have to come to Evil Uno's hometown. Um, yeah, is that that's in uh, where? Where is he from? Is he from uh, Ottawa? Florida? I think Ottawa. Yeah, something. I think you're right, Ottawa. Actually, the Zoobs is hometown. No, <laughs> not sure. <laughs> Yeah, you're always talking about your board in Ottawa. No, I'm not. No, are you I'm born in Parliament? I know. I'm not from the Valley. I'm honestly thinking of one of these other Zooms running around. All right, Zooms. Uh, this match had legitimate buzz online, I thought, today. Like, going into Dynamite. This felt like the thing that most people wanted to see. I thought it was very stiff. Mostly Daniels in offense for the entire thing, which I expected. Zooms, did, did you enjoy this one? crowd was so into it. Were you alongside them? It was probably of the of the Dark Order Danielson series. It might have been my least favorite. It just sort of might have been. I really liked the Angels one, and I thought there was some good stuff. The other ones, this one didn't didn't quite. Maybe it was. I I left this show maybe thinking that maybe if all the same stuff happened in a different order, maybe I would like it more. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think that's a that's a, a very legitimate uh, thing to say. I just makes wasn't sense. into this one. It obviously makes sense to go home to your winter is coming with the stare down between your champion and your challenger. Um, yeah, it didn't it didn't get me in the way that that I think the rest of the series these matches did. Zoobs, I, I don't want to be the guy that this sounds like, but it does is rattling around my mind, so I need to bring it up. Is Brian Danielson on the road to having his matches be overexposed, or do we take a Brian Danielson wrestling anybody on Dynamite if we can get it? Oh, the latter. I, I'm way clo way closer to the latter than anywhere near the, the first one. I don't, I don't. I thought I was. Yeah. But I I don't know. Tonight didn't feel like a big Brian match to me. Even the crowd was super into it. 
I don't know. Maybe it's my dislike for John Hungry or or I, I don't know. But it it did not feel like. And again, I know he's been back in this sort of thing, but in a way that CM Punk still feels special. I feel like Brian Danielson maybe doesn't. Again, we have to see. Maybe it is just the opponent. Hangman next week is obviously going to whip ass. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Feels I wasn't feeling this one tonight as much. Uh, the chat betting that there's probably a break coming uh, after winter is coming, and agreeing with you. So there you go. Oh, was the chat with me there? Yeah. There we go. Thank you, chat. I expected to be burned alive for that one. Zoobs, what do you think? Did you get talked into a higher score over the course of this program? Maybe a half. Maybe I'm at a five and a half. The the murky stuff in the middle remains murky. I, I think I think the way that we went through this show, and again, the, the main didn't leave me uh, in the way that the mains often do leave me on this show, right? To sort of, you sort of Especially knew how, for Brian Danielson. We knew how we knew he was gonna win and we knew it was gonna end with a stare down. I, I wasn't really I wasn't really, you know. All that it, it didn't hit. Before. It didn't hit a height that I think some of the main events and some of the moments in the recent weeks have done so. So I'm. I think I'm still in a five. Sang Zone Fantasy booking Shibata Danielson in 2022 for the IWGP US title. I think there's a chance he could get that. As long as it's not a headbutts only match, I think there's a chance that will happen. <laughs> Let's hope, eh, Zoops? Well, you never know with these guys. Zoops, is it time to get into our hottest new segment around here on Wrestling Brain? Is it time to determine which of these six shirts I will be donating? And which I will be continuing to wear. Now, Zoops, my space doesn't really accommodate for me to put on these shirts. Is holding it up going to be enough? Yeah, holding it up. Holding it up will be enough, I think. And uh, we're going to say goodnight to the podcast audience because that's the end of the podcast. Good night to the Nasty Casties. We love you and love and energy. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I personally thought it was, uh, you know, pretty good. And if you agree with me, there's a couple different ways you could support us here at Wrestling Brain. First of which, you're enjoying the podcast. Head on over to the iTunes store. Give us a five-star review. Leave some kind words. We would greatly appreciate that. Also, wrestling fans, no wrestling fans. Tell somebody you know about this podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to go a step further, you can always take in the real show live, twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You get to the post show, you get our interviews, you get our calls, the full experience over there on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. Love and energy. Yeah.